Hey, everybody, here we go on a Monday. Yeah, we're running just a little bit behind, but we have got recording artist Alex Durow on the show today. Going to be hearing some of his stuff, old and new, coming out of Fargo. Our show today, by the way, brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Aaron says Chris and his team did a spectacular job on the damage to my aunt's garage and siding. Kept us up to date on the progress and the finished product was amazing. Thank you for your professionalism and hard work. Hey, get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. And make sure you call Executive Properties, too, if you want snow removal done this winter. Man, they do a great job at Executive Properties here in Grand Forks. Hey, if you have any questions or comments for myself or Alex, our phone number is 701-213-0863. Again, 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call, all right? Well, before we get too much further into the show, let's do it. It is time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. You know, uh, they say that money can't buy happiness. Money cannot buy happiness. But I tell you what, it's better to cry in a Mercedes than on a damn bicycle, isn't it? Huh? Yeah, he never likes my jokes. <laughs> Alex Duro, how are you, man? I'm doing all right. Happy to be here. Good. Um, we've uh, been seeing you. You've been on TV. You're getting this like media frenzy thing going on over in Fargo. Um, yeah. That's awesome to see. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I don't want to know anything about music. I want to know about Alex not mm. around music. Mm, my name is Alex Duro. I'm 25. <laughs> I was born and raised in Fargo, North Dakota. Okay. Um, and it's hard to not bring up the music because that's pretty much it. everything about me. But I like to do a lot of other things, too. You know, I like to have fun. You know, okay, I'm, what else do you do? I play basketball. I like to go for runs. and I like to go swimming. Yeah. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah, know? really? Yeah, I like to... I play soccer sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I try to stay active. So you like to... Yeah, you like to get out and be physical and do that kind of stuff. I used to go longboarding all the time. But then one day, I went longboarding for like eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then my leg... Like I, I had to take like a week off of work. I had like I like harmed myself majorly. You harmed yourself. And then, and then since then, every time I get on a longboard, I'll take like three steps and be like, "Oh no, I still knee can't. leg." What is it? Your knee? I, it's it's like yeah. I would say it's my thigh. Okay. It's like okay. The, the hip abductor. Or yeah. So what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a studio engineer. So I oh okay. Time. Oh, yeah. So okay. So how'd you get into it? So the, the engineering part. So I started at 13, like on FL Studios, mm-hmm. and then at 19, I got into Logic. I started with making beats, and sure. then I wanted to like record myself, Okay, and I had to learn how to do it. And then once I learned how to do it, in Fargo especially, there's not a huge, right. you know, there's not a lot of people that can do that. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of friends who started hitting me up and saying, can you record me? Okay, you record sure, me? sure. Eventually got busy enough, it was like, I'm going to have to charge for this. Yeah, and then yeah. Now I have like a studio at the TAC, you know, where sure. that is in Dilworth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh, I have cool. a studio back there. I just run that. That's my job. Yeah, right I, I actually started. Uh, I've been in music my whole life, but um, I was a sound man back. Uh, I went to school uh, for radio and television, but then I was a sound man for a rock band uh, when there used to be live music in all the bars all the time. And, yeah. and of course, there's not now. And of course, things have changed a lot since the oh, early yeah. 80s as far as uh, running a board. Okay, now we've talked about the media coverage, uh, your, your engineering and all that. How did you get involved with singing? You've been singing your whole life. Yes. Um, your yes. first recollection of music. Who's, who was some of your influences? Oh, I would say the, the biggest influences to me are like, do you know who John Bellion is? Mm-hmm. Uh, John Bellion, Lord. Okay. Um, I will say I grew up on Eminem, Drake, Jay-Z, a lot of hip-hop. So I, I pull, and then Green Day. I can't believe I didn't say Green oh, Day. Oh, right sure, now. sure. That's another huge influence. Yeah, so kind of like Billy punk. Joe Armstrong. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was wearing eyeliner. I was wearing guyliner for years. Oh, just I, like, I was there for a while, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, was my, that was the vibe for a long time. Um, now, what about your folks? Do they have an influence on your music at all? Yeah, actually, I have to thank my mom because when I was seven years old, she forced me to take piano lessons. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make music, but it's hard as a seven-year-old to want to be disciplined in anything. Yeah. And so she forced me to keep learning piano because she knew piano and she knew it would help me. And sure. So now I and, can... and damned if it didn't, did it? Yeah. No, it definitely shaped my entire life. Yeah. Once you know a piano, especially when you're a kid mm. and you can get it ingrained in you, like the music theory, like the sense of pitch, how chords and scales work, yep. I got all that just yep. like pushed into my brain since yeah, I was a Yeah, I have uh, a lot of friends that are musicians now, uh, guitar players, bass players, mm-hmm. uh, that started out being forced to play piano by their mom. 
And, uh, of course, they absolutely hated it. Um, and now they are so thankful yes. that they did it because, like, like you said, if, if you can master the piano and, and get how music works, how, you know, figure that out, you can pretty much also slide right into any other instrument. Oh, yeah. Uh, once you get the muscle memory, like if you're going to play guitar, bass, and all that, but it makes things so much easier. Um, did you just walk around the house singing then growing up? Did you, did you do any singing in choir, church yeah. choir, school choir, any of that kind of stuff? Um, it was a... Uh it wasn't a church choir or a school choir. It was some weird, it was like the Red River Boys Choir. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I was in that for a couple of years. And then in school for a while, I was in choir. But I, the, the reason why I stopped doing choir and then I stopped taking piano lessons was because I hated being told what to make or what to sing. Oh, sure. I sure. wanted to be the one like writing the song mm-hmm. and then playing it and making it. So that's how I kind of took from going, like I got classically trained against my will okay of just like being put into these things yep. and then i took those skills and i was able to like do my own thing with it which is the ultimate like freedom so would you would you struggle in a band <laughs> if i no <laughs> I, i've learned i've learned to be a team player in in you know you know you, you're a musician so you know you have your your artistic vision you have mm-hmm. the idea for what you want to go for and it's learning to find the people that you trust their artistic it's vision not easy to. to do yeah like like yeah. jance we were mm-hmm. talking about jance sonia yeah. like he's someone he'll get on we'll be sitting right next to each other and just build instrumentals and mm-hmm. entire songs next to each other because we can just feed off each other. Yeah. That's, I could do a band like that. Yeah, Jance, uh, great guy. Uh, yeah. Been on the show numerous times. Did you guys rap about us a little bit before uh, you decided to make the trip up here? Did he, did he fill you in on any anything we do um, or not? He just said that you guys were the place to go to and okay. I should hit you up and that, that was a, it was an honor. That's, Sorry it took uh, a while to get back to you. Uh, no, they told me. They told so me you were, booked. it was, you were, Oh, I thought you were something with fishing too. Was oh, yeah. a weekend I was, you went? I was uh, a beat truck driving. I've been just been crazy busy, and we were booked for a life. couple of weeks. So then all of a sudden, this popped up. So uh, this actually worked out really well. Okay. Now, when did you know you wanted to do or be in the music business? When did you really start to get serious about it? And and at the time, I don't know how old you were, but you know, a lot of young people they grow up and say, "Well, I want to be a football player. I want to be a hockey player. I want to be a rock star." Um, and, and people go, sure you do, kid. Uh, when did you start figuring this out, that this is what I want to do? Yeah, I guess, so I've, I've loved music my whole life, but when I was in high school and, and middle school, I was going to just keep doing music for fun and then mm-hmm. become a physicist. I like oh. like astronomy. So you're kind of a brainiac, too, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. the, last, the last people I was talking to, they called me a nerd. So yeah, okay. I'm just, okay. It's, a wear, it's a badge of honor. Sure, point. sure. Um, but... But I've always loved music. And then when it was time to go to college, it was like, so what are you going to major in? What are you going to do with your life? Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, the only thing I truly love doing when I wake up is making music. So I have to like find a way to make that my life because I'm not, you know what I mean? Like I want to do what I love. Mm-hmm. And so then ever since then, it's just been like, okay, I love it. And I have been given like this talent and like this hard work. You know, I've, I've gotten good at these skills. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to see if I can put it on to a level where... I'm able to pay the bills. Sure. And so it started with the studio. And then once I proved that I could like, like charge for my time for studio engineering, then I started putting my music out there and it was like, Oh, people mm-hmm. like this stuff. Mm-hmm. It was, it was crazy when my parents started truly like they, my parents have always believed in me and pushed me. Like my mom put me in piano lessons, but they always were telling me to mm-hmm. you know get a different, you know, make sure you have the backup plan. Yeah. I think it was when I was like 20, 21, I'm 25 now okay. when my parents stopped really talking about a backup plan and we're really? just like focus on, just keep going. So, so you had your parent parental support then yeah. throughout this thing because, oh, let's face it, a lot of kids don't. You know, Almost and all, don't. all of I'm a sudden, lucky. you know, I, I don't want to go to college, ma. I, I, I want to do music. And a lot of people, parents might think, oh boy, I did here college, we go. Okay, so did. You, did you graduate? Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. hey man, that's, that's, that's worth a round of applause right there, too. In, in political science. In political science. <laughs> so. Well, you know, that's kind of funny because uh, we've got an art major here. Um, I was radio and TV. I work with a guy. Uh, we're announcers for racetracks, and uh, he's got a music degree. So not everybody uses their degree or what they're doing, but, it, yeah. like, you know, you talk about falling back on something. Uh, it's nice to have that degree in your back pocket yeah, just I always, in case, you know? I always joked with my dad that my backup plan is if I can't be a rock star, I'll just run for president. Yeah, yeah. Probably there a little bit go. easier, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, is this, you got a new album. Yes. Uh, Live Desi Live? Is yes. That how it's pronounced? pronounced yeah. and, and how'd you come up with that name? What, what's the meaning there? So, like... Five, six years ago at this point, I had I wrote my first album called Suzy Tape. And so like Drake is called Drizzy mm-hmm. and Lil Wayne is Wheezy. And so I'm, you know, I'm in my teenage years. I'm trying to like figure out my okay. lane. So I go Duro Desi. That'll be my name. 
And then I thought it was super corny, and I spent years, you know, just not using that name. I dropped it one time in a song, like, mm-hmm. in 2017. And then what I went through this year, and I kind of went through a low point in my life, and feeling all of the emotions and feeling everything kind of come almost full circle, it's like, no, that, it wasn't just corny. It was also who I am. Like, that, that kid in me, that, that the, the youthful spirit I have is still alive in me. And I wanted to live. And it, so live, does he live? It's like a chant. Sure, it's like, sure. don't die yet. Like, it's time, to, it's time to come alive and actually fly. That's like the whole thesis of the project. The mm-hmm. first song starts like it. And I use it as a motif throughout the album. It's just, if you're falling sure. down, just remember that you can fly. Okay. It's like the idea. So, so the live, does he live is not your first album. No. Uh, how many have you got? So Susie Tape and then the Grizzly Grey EP and then Fun Hate came out this year. Mm. Um, and that's my biggest project, actually. It's 15 songs. Um, but I, I promised myself and the people that are supporting me, I promised them I was going to drop four albums this year. So I dropped Big Group Hug in January, Fun Hate in April. Then I dropped Live Desi Live uh, on the 13th of October. And then I'm hoping I'm dropping an EP with my friend Zach on the 26th. And then I'm hoping to drop another album called I Kept the Knife in December. I have a lot of different ideas. Do, do you have a lot of music in the bank? Yeah. And, yeah. And, so and, I got to get it out. I got to sure, share it so sure. I can have an open palette for new stuff. Right. And, and do you, you do co-write with people? Do people help you out? Uh, no, you're no. basically on your own. I make my beats, too. Okay. I, some people, I, I, I have to mention that because I don't think people assume that these days. Mm-hmm. No, I get assume, it. Yeah. So. Now, you, you said something about um, maybe downtime in your life or, or not too great of a time, but do you... Um, Alex, do you, do you write a lot of your songs about things that have happened to you in your life? Um, are, are, are a lot of these, hey, this is just a day in the life of Alex, or not? Yeah, I would say some songs are, are me trying to set a mood for myself. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, I want to feel invincible. I want to I have some catharsis and cry to this song. And sometimes it's directly off of a memory or a story. I will say the weird thing is sometimes I'll write songs and I'll have no clue why I wrote those lyrics. And then, like, in the coming months, it will all... Comes, yeah. And it's like... It's like a deja vu thing. Yeah, it's like I'll write a lyric and be like... And I'm sure you... Because you make music, too. So I'm sure you'll write something and be like, I don't know where that came from. And then you live it and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah. So now when I I get a sad lyric in my head, something sad pops up, I'm like, oh, God, please, no. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't make me go through this now, please. So if you were to explain somebody, you know, to somebody... um, Say you just met them for the first time. Say you're on a train in Europe and and you Mm. try to tell these people what you do for a living... Um, how would you describe your music? Do you have a genre that you would actually consider it? Or have you got your own little twist uh, to maybe what you would? Because, I mean, let's fa- face it, you know, some people you could say, well, that's not that, that's yeah. this, but whatever. Um, is, do you have a genre or do you have a style? Or how would you explain your music to somebody? I would, I would try to explain it as least douchey as possible. Okay. I try and use the word <laughs> signature. Okay, I'd, sure, I'd like to sure. Say, the same way that John Bellion, you can do a million different genres, mm-hmm. but you can tell it was written by the same person because sure. of that signature style of yep. writing. Yeah. I don't know how I'd describe it, but I would say if I had to, I'd say like pop music or alternative pop mm-hmm. and a lot of hip-hop R&B. Okay, okay. That's how I'd like generally cry. Is, is, is there an artist uh, that you look up to where you kind of maybe model yourself after a little bit or are you just total Alex Darrow? Well, I think, what is that phrase? The good artists take, great artists steal or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I try and like learn from the people that inspire me the most. Sure, yeah. And, and definitely like steal in a admiration way. Right, right. And, and that's what they did. Exactly. Like it's, it's, uh, we're all standing on the shoulders of giants. So yeah. it's trying to like, I feel like part of learning, like for me, was learning who to listen to. Because mm-hmm. you can listen to the people that are flashes in the pan, the one sure. hit wonders. Yep. The, they're just there to make a, a song or make some quick money mm-hmm. versus finding an artist that you can grow with and is going to like inspire you back. That's, that's kind of my goal. So like John Bellion is one. Um, hmm. Oh, Breakins. Have you ever have, has anybody talked to Bre- about Breakins to you? He's he's 21 years old. He's younger than me, but he's, really? Yeah, but he's inspiring as hell cuz yeah. He he's made like a new style, a new genre of hyperpop almost. Oh, wow. Yeah, he he's like remaking music. He's he's using all of the te- the technology we have from today and making something super crazy with it that I'm looking at like, okay, I got to I got to figure out what he's doing and find my own way to Wow. Um, Folks, Alex Duro, recording artist out of Fargo in the studio, and we're going to do a song uh, from Alex here uh, in just a minute. But right now, uh, let's make a little money here first. You know, C&H Insurance, 
They began the goal of building an agency with the highest of principles, personalized attention and service too. You know, they uh, they strive to give everyone who walks through their door special attention and, of course, the best customer service possible. It's their priority. It's what they do. You know, their agents have over 50 years of combined insurance experience. Uh, they're licensed in North Dakota, Minnesota, and Arizona too. Uh, for all of your insurance needs, contact them. Tammy, Jody, or Justin, 218-773-0287. Or you can stop by to 1427 Central Avenue Northwest at East Grand Forks. Grand Forks Best Source, we insure through CH Insurance. Maybe you should think about doing the same thing. Give them a call or stop in. CH Insurance at East Side. Alex Duro, recording artist, got a brand new CD coming out. Um, I don't know if we're going to do a song off the new CD right off the bat. What do we got coming up here first? Yeah, it's going to be the lead okay. single off the album. Okay. And what is this called? It's called Melting. Okay. Uh, let's give it a roll. Actually, I found the music video for it. We can play the music video. We can play the music video? Okay, yeah. let's do it. We got the video. How about that? Perfect. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to turn our mics down. So we get rolling here. And you can see... You can see on the monitor, if you want to check out Alex Duro's music, you can visit his Spotify page. It's all right there. Visit his Facebook page, YouTube. All right, here we go, folks. Alex Duro. Sometimes I just feel like, feel like. I stayed up way too long, it's bedtime. Am I almost there? Is it still too much to ask? Am I supposed to be content with this? What are you doing? Are you feeling out of sorts? Cause we're in the same boat I'm just floating these days And everything feels so vintage Playing my cards in reverse Take my heart, it's been cursed Leaving you felt so much worse Sometimes I feel like dying and sometimes I just feel like melting the bottom, the bottom, the bottom, melting the bottom, the Sometimes I just feel like melting the bottom, the bottom, the bottom, melting the bottom, the Sometimes I just feel like these days I'm melting in the white of in my tongue till I have someone left to blame You might think I'm romantic But your love's still violent This fight gets so quiet I call you Top of Live, Desi Live, the brand new album. Um, man, that's good stuff. Thank you. Um, the dancing and, the, and all the stuff on the music video. Um, and, oh, or are you into acting or any of that kind of stuff? Or how comfortable are you? 
I mean, a lot of guys are comfortable behind the mic, um, maybe not so much with off the shirt and doing the dance moves and yeah. stuff, but how comfortable are you with doing what you just did because it looked like you felt right at home? Yeah, I mean, I definitely did that alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did that alone in my room. I, I, I cringe hard at the idea of being vulnerable, but that's the whole point. Isn't sure it, it is. Like, yeah. If I'm not dancing like a fool to my own song, how can I expect anybody else to? Uh-huh. And if I want people to be dancing in the shower or dancing in the car, like, are, are I got to show y'all. It's okay to dance like a goose. Yeah, is, is that you? Are you one of those guys, if you pull up to the stoplight and somebody happens to look over and you're the guy in there air guitaring and singing along and dancing oh, yeah. and jiving and moving around in the car? Is that you? Oh, yeah. Because that's I'm, me. That's what I do. And if I'm close enough, I'll try and hand him a business card. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Listen yeah. to Darrell. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how close I am. I'll oh. play my own music and drive slow around the city. Yeah, there trying, you go. Trying to get fans. Um, have you done everything? Um, I saw Crazy Flow's Unfinished Studio. Uh, yeah. That's Jansen was in there with you. Is yep. that where you do the majority of your work is out of that studio, or you no. do it mostly at home? I do it at my own studio, okay. yeah, where I, where I run. So I have my recording studio that I run as my job. Okay, and started oh, sure, as my sure. personal studio. So I just record there. Uh, I make all my things there. Um, but it was cool to I, I like to go to other people's studios, maybe not necessarily to work all the time. I'll do my work with myself, but like just to see what they do, see how they set it mm-hmm. up, see what the, what DAW they use, sure. all that stuff. And being to like Crazy Flow Spot, he just moved into that new spot, so it's not even finished yet. So oh, okay. it's cool to see the the bare bones, knowing like give it a month and it's gonna be decked out. Mm-hmm. Now do people like uh, you mentioned um him, uh Crazy Flow did did does he ask you for advice? I mean, you've got mm-hmm. a pretty established studio now or People come and ask you any questions? Or... I would say Crazy Flow is probably one of those guys that I would still go ask him. He's been doing it longer than me. Sure, sure. But I would say there's a lot of people in the city that um, are looking for how to get started on getting into the music scene, mm-hmm. getting into shows, how to actually like record themselves and get used to their yeah, voice. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a couple of options, but I think a lot of people like to come to me because I, I try not to be too much of an asshole. Yeah. If, if no, you, you kind of nailed it on the head there. A lot of people don't like to hear their own voice. I can't mm-hmm. stand listening to my voice, and I've been listening to it for going That's over crazy. 50 years. But um, um, you don't have a problem with listening to your own voice, do you? You don't have a, you still have a problem with your voice? Yeah, you, I, your I voice don't like to listen to it. I, I just I don't like to listen to it. I don't know. That's I, wild. I, <laughs> in the years it's of like radio, Morgan Freeman being like, oh, my voice is so annoying. Well, like, in the years of radio, you know, we would uh, uh, voice track. And um, I also had other jobs. So okay. I'd be on a job listening to myself on the radio at the same time. And, and I just, I didn't like it. So is it more uh, just you got so sick of your own voice? That could be. From the constant, you hear your own voice. Yeah, that could be. Have you ever thought about doing like accents? <laughs> no. Just I'm, like halfway I'm not, through? I'm not David Waterman. <laughs> Um, I did spend a month in Europe last year, and oh. uh, the Joey Tribbiani came out on me. I don't know if you watch Friends. Yeah, wait, wait. So the, like, the <laughs> Italian or? It's oh, the French. French. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I spoke a little French. I spoke um, a little Dane. I, I, no, I didn't, but <laughs> it, was, it was enough to get a couple of elbows in the guts from my wife. You know? <laughs> just, just enough to be, to be present and for it to be a thing. Enough where I thought it was funny. Uh, she probably didn't. But um, <laughs> then again, you drink some of that booze they have over there in Greece. And, and boy, the accents, it's, it's like it automatically gives you an accent when you start oh, talking about those. Uh, what if they don't even have an accent? They're just drunk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they're just hammered. Just... Well, I, mean, I was the whole time, so I don't see what would be any different <laughs> see, than I've never than there. been across the pond. I've never been. <laughs> there was one time in high school I almost got to go. Um, hmm. I have a banging sound system of the GFBS pickup. He'll blast your album down the streets. Uh, Paul, yeah. you could feel it from here if he was out in the parking lot right now. Hell yeah. Yeah, That's he's got perfect. one of those. So do are, are you doing a lot of gigging? Do you gig a lot? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty lucky. Uh I get a, I've, I've gotten to meet a couple of people that are pretty connected that mm-hmm. have helped me get into some pretty cool spots where I go to Minneapolis pretty much like every weekend, every other weekend okay. for a show. I go to Wisconsin a lot, which is a little bit of a trek, especially yeah. like I went to Appleton. That's nine sure. hours each way. Yeah, fun um, little town though. Yes. Yeah. The, like the people are great. Yeah. We got we got these tacos at like two in the morning at mm. this taco stand. Nothing better. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like <laughs> like yeah, it's so fun to travel. I'm excited for when the traveling goes from like I'm going to Wisconsin to mm-hmm. like I'm going to New New York or yep. like I'm going to Texas. I wanna I just wanna keep going further and further and just see the whole world. Sure. Have you have you booked yourself like a tour? Um, I, I mean, you're, you're hearing more and more people doing that. Um, yeah. You know, it might not be a world tour like you're going to see Aerosmith go on or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, it's a tour that hits a lot of cities and a lot of venues and a lot of towns. And, and have you thought about doing that? And I would imagine it's not easy to do with the job. Oh, yeah. I mean, and I'm, I'm lucky because technically I get to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. Like I can do sessions and then I sure. can like 
I can master tracks on the road. Oh, right. And like right. still make some money that way. So I'm really lucky. And still, it's one, incredibly hard. And two, people underestimate what it takes to like actually put butts in the seats. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. met so many people in my town that they come to me for like two, three sessions. And then they're like, I want to get a tour going. I want to go to Minneapolis and Bismarck and Fargo. And it's like, you can. Yeah. But they're going to be empty. Yeah. And yeah. you're going to lose money. You got to get fine. out there and that's first. Fine. Mm-hmm. But like, if, yeah, if you, and that's why I've never done a tour tour. I've like joined people on their tours. Sure. I've hopped on like legs of tours. I've done six shows in a row, but I've mm-hmm. never done like a tour tour because when I do a tour tour, I want it to be like there's a thousand people in each yeah. city coming yeah. to see me at least, not 10 guys. Yeah that hurt me and know? it's weird the music business has changed so much uh, back in the day you released an album um and then you would uh you know go on tour to promote the album well mm-hmm. it's kind of changed around now you go you 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 go on tour um and the album is just like an extra deal uh, you, yeah. you know you're you're you don't make any money selling it anymore you got to make money going on the road but um um should we do another tune yeah, um, I had a quick Oops, question, oh. uh, too, uh, that uh, are there any specific venues that you haven't played at yet that are on your, like, all right, these are the ones oh. I want to go to, like, either on a local or regional level? Or You're not- stealing my questions. Oh, sorry, oh. anyway. <laughs> well, I will say 7th Street Entry slash 1st Ave in the cities. Oh, yeah. yeah. If I could do, first, like, one day, I'm going to do 1st Ave, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to do an entire, like, 30-minute tribute to Prince when I'm there. Like, I am so excited. I really hope I can make that happen, but that would probably be my first answer. I also want to do, uh, some point in my life, if I could do the U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> but that's, that's a little bit, you know, yeah. that's, that's yeah. down the road. Hey, that's, but, you know, it's, you can't take a guy's dreams away. You can't. You, you, know? Cannot, you, you cannot, know? You'd have to kill me, honestly. Yeah. There you go. Um, what, what tune do we want to do this time? So Orbit next, right? Yes, this is called 637 Peking slash Orbit. Um, it's got that slash because the last, like, 45 seconds, there's, like, a beat switch. I'll, I'll let okay. you experience it, though. Okay. All right, let's check it out. All right, give me one sec real quick. All right, again, everybody, Alex Duro. Let's check it out. Doing this. It is 6.37 in the morning. Yeah, it's the morning now. You keep me... Sleeping potion, is it socially acceptable to sniff this melatonin? If you're paralyzed to move, I can paraglide to you and make it easier to breathe. Dancing with me makes me feel like I could be happy. And when you leave, I know you're acting. Oh, just show me Say, I love, love, call me in the morning, I won't 
smoke a little weed and then I feel better Taking it in Call me when you're sober Waiting on you Take me out of your orbit I'm so sick of being so important To everybody else but me I know I said I promised It makes me a liar Wow, that uh, man, that's good. That 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 is really good stuff. You. Um, you are all over the place. Yeah. Um, there's no crap, man. When that thing kind of changed direction there at the end, but uh, your your beats are are busy. Yeah. I mean, you and you say you write all this stuff yourself, but um, how do you come up with all that? Because Let's face it, a lot of songs, they're not as busy in the back. They're, they're more about yeah. the vocals coming out, and, and, and it seems like they kind of forget a little bit about that. They're hoping the people maybe forget a little bit about that, too. Guys like us that are in the music biz, you know, or, or know a lot, a little bit about it, um, that's awfully busy. And, and yeah. I mean, do you spend as much time, or if not more, or do you spend more time writing lyrics or writing beats? Oh, well, I guess, so, kind of, so... Like when I make the, when I have the idea for the song, mm-hmm. I had like the idea of like the thing that I heard in my head was the la 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 yep. call me in the morning and boom having that bass mm-hmm. and so I hear that and then I hear the okay with the piano so it's like I'm hearing all of it so I just have to go to Logic and I'm like putting it all down at once yep. so it's like I add the drums and the piano and then I sing that part and then I'm like building it as I go um, so I would say I probably take more time on the beat because mm-hmm. there's more of it, but it's almost got to be 50, 50 because I also, the other thing, a lot of artists and a lot of styles of music, they will like, there's some like green day. Mm-hmm. He'll only have like his one lead vocal line. Yep. And maybe during the, like the hook, there'll be like some extra layers in the background or like a harmony. I have like, especially depending on the song, I'll have like 17, 18 yeah. layers of yeah. ad libs in different spots that are doing different things. So that song the vocals will take way longer than the beat because you have to, you know, then you have to get the take right mm-hmm. too. But then like a more simple song that I'll do, like when, like that last part with the piano, that was, I mean, the more time was spent on getting the take right and getting the, the, the pain in my voice right than the piano part because the piano part was super easy. I, I, I thought, I really liked that tune. I thought that was really good. Now, um, and I'm trying to figure out a politically correct way to, to, to bring this up. Um, me, I do some of my best work with a couple of beers in me, uh, or whatever. Uh, I indulge a little bit, um, a little bit and, and we hear about this in the music business all the time. Uh, does that help you when you write, or maybe you don't drink or do anything? Well, I'm not a drinker. Mm-hmm. I, I can drink, and I can have a couple of beers before I get too wild. Sure. But my vice of choice, I have a prescription, actually, for marijuana. Okay. I'm, I'm a pot yeah. smoker. Yeah. Yeah. That's what helps me. I don't need hey, it, I'm a Minnesotan. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's freaking legal now. Yeah, um, that's a beautiful thing. It's so a beautiful time. Um, that uh, to me was was I really, really, really liked that song. Uh, you talk about first Al, um, how it would be a dream to play. Um, I think you're good enough. Don't you think maybe you could dream a little bigger? Oh, the, 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 <laughs> as the, far as a venue to play, I mean the the big goal in my life is to make art that changes the world to a point where I can kind of do the. Uh, if, if I'm being honest, my big dream is to be in the same breath as the Michael Jacksons sure. and Elvis and, and to be at that level where I'm, I'm changing the whole world with my music. But it was like, if I'm talking about specific venues in the near future, the hope is like maybe next year is first Ave, mm-hmm. and then the year after that I come back and do U.S. Bank Stadium. You know, that'd be yeah. the are, are, are best you, case scenario. Are you finding out, Alex, that um, the more you do, the longer you're into this, more and more people are starting to... Uh, turn on to you get it they're trying to figure they're they're knowing who you are now it gets realer and realer it's weird um red rocks oh there you go red rocks would be a pretty cool place oh. to play um are you are you finding out you're you're getting out there more and more and more people know who you are yeah it's weird i i 
there was a moment like three years ago, four years ago, where I started to get like one or two DMs a day yep. of people being like, hey, I like your song. Hey, do you want to work? And now I get like 10 a day. It's nice. like scaling up and it's weird because it's like, whoa, like mm-hmm. people are hearing about it. And it's all, the cool thing is, is right now I'm in this sweet spot where it's all just positive and good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've only gotten a couple of diss tracks written about me. Only had a couple of disses. Get but used to it, man. I know. And, and yeah. I'm almost more excited about those because. So I dude, like, are, are you getting to the point where people come up to you and go, hey, is your name Alex? Only in, only in Fargo. Yeah, only really, but still, yeah. that's... Only in Fargo. You know, right. how many people are going to know that? I almost spit on you there. That's, um, <laughs> uh, and, and it's going to keep getting bigger and better all the time. I, I can guarantee you that. Um, cool. Now, if you, somebody did want to book you, how do they do that? Oh, um, so they can... I have uh, DuroTour22 at gmail.com or asduro at gmail.com. Actually, use that second one. That one gets sent to me and the whole team. You just okay. Everybody sees that one. Okay. Um, and have you got uh, gigs coming up? Are you you got a schedule that's filling up, or um, you just kind of are you gearing up? Maybe maybe you can have a, a summer run. But I, I know it's nice to do things in the winter. It seems like you get better crowds in the winter. But have you got any gigs coming up locally? Well, and I, and I'll say to that too. By the way, I will say in my experience, I've gotten more people to come in the summer mm-hmm. because I think I get people that. You know, it's, especially in Fargo, you know, in around yep. here, it's negative yep. 30. No one wants to leave the house. Right, period. right. Sure. So it's hard to get people out. But um, I have a couple of shows coming up. I would say the most like the most close upcoming one is, I think, December 1st. I think I'm taking all of November because I just dropped my album. So I did a whole mm-hmm. summer run of shows and then I dropped my album and then I did like a weekend release. That's where I had that press. Sure. And, and by the way, I didn't know any of that press was happening yeah. b- prior to that weekend. That, was not, some surprise, like, yeah, that was not some like long sought after, like I'm yep. making phone calls. That was like, hey, can you come in and we do a piece about Live Desi Live? And then I didn't even know it was going to be on the paper. Ah. They, yeah, it was, it was a pretty cool. It was a pretty cool weekend. Yeah, because uh, I think Paul, the producer, think, I think he saw it on maybe TV or something like that, too. I yeah, don't know, yeah. but um, uh, that is awesome. Um, you want to do one more before we get out of here? I'd love to. Let's do the, let's do the big pop one, the one that everyone knows. Okay. <laughs> so what far. is this called? It's called Saturn. Okay. All right, here we go again, folks. Last tune from Alex Durow. Holding on to Saturn's dark side Nearly couldn't take your hardest nights Thrown from avalanches, mountain highs I'll just take the L Cause I miss a call When I'm on the low, when you're on your phone I think I'm on one I'm going backwards, hit my back turn It was all of Just let your figure out You can take me back to the house Words I couldn't even pronounce Like I love you, like I need you more Like it's okay, like you know that So 
gentlemen that was saturn that's alex durow man that is good stuff what's that song about about me being the problem you being <laughs> and, the problem and trying to give myself some forgiveness and some time mm-hmm. well we all need that though don't we yeah someday we're gonna figure it out yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that was a great answer man um Thanks. you know <laughs> a lot of people are, are kind of afraid um, to wear their feelings on their sleeve if you will but you have to yeah. Uh, to be a songwriter and, and to be a musician and, and a, you know, a recording artist like you, and um, you're kind of putting it all out there. Does does that okay with you? I mean, it scares the hell out of me, but yeah. I have to. And 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 I will say, the farther I get into it, the more I just feel confident in the uncomfortability. Like yeah. I almost crave that. Pretty feeling soon now. they're going to be throwing Alex a rope so he can get out of the hole. And, yeah. and, but but. <laughs> Is that when you feel the most comfortable though? Because it yeah. t- sounds like it to me. Yeah, I feel the most comfortable when I'm when I'm. My most comfortable is when I'm. Oh, do a. Oh, do we have one? I have. I have a song. I have a song with with Ian and Jance. I have a song with, and that, that one might be. All right, a, we can we can slide another one in here if we uh, send that out here. What email do I send it to? Oh, uh, local. local. Yeah, local oh. at or local. At there you go. I got local. Oh, GF best source. Yep. Now, so Jansen's going to be in this one, and the Jansonia. Okay. I sent it, and it should be. All right. Here, keep that. Oh, awesome. I'll get up here just a second. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So this song, I so I made I made the beat for it. And I had Jance and then this other guy named Ian, mm-hmm. who's also a singer artist, and he, he actually does the hook. But yeah, here. But we made we made this in maybe thirty minutes, forty five minutes. This was a this, really yeah. We were just feeling this one. This is why I like working with with these guys there. Okay, and and who's besides Jansen? Who's on it? Uh, Ian. Ian. Just I A N. Okay. And did you, did you meet these guys through the biz? Yeah, I met I met. Jance, however many years ago, he he's kind of the 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 guy of Fargo. <laughs> guy yeah. of, even though know, he's from Grand Forks, sure, he kind of sure. just runs the state. Oh, okay, we got the song. Yeah, he's a trip. Yeah, he's the second verse. I'm first verse. All right, and this is called what? Oh, we don't have a name for it yet. Okay, okay, that's <laughs> cool. Unreleased track. All right, hear it here first.
I wish she, um, I wish she would have had the camera on you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you're jamming, man. Uh, the whole time you're jamming. That was good. Man, that's good stuff. I had stuff. fun with that one. That one was super fun. Especially, that's like when you're talking about making a band, that's the kind of band yeah. I could do. Like that. Uh, I got somebody saying this song will go viral. Uh, so great to see local artists that are amazing. Uh, good stuff. I love the track with, with Jansen and uh, Ian there. Uh, man, that's, that's great stuff. Uh, you need to keep in touch with us, if you would, Alex. I want to know yeah. when you're jamming, uh, when you're Definitely. gigging. I'd love to go. My, my kids and grandkids live in Fargo. Oh, really? Uh, so we have a place to go stay. Uh, maybe we could go catch one of your shows. I think that'd, that'd be, awesome. be, I probably wouldn't fit in very well, but I think I'd have a good time. Um, nah. And again, if, if somebody wants to find you, find out more, follow you, asduro at gmail.com. Yeah, that'd be my email. But you can just, if you Google Duro, uh, D-U-R-O-W, it'll give you my Spotify. I just go by my last name. And if it's on social media, it'll be Dead Duro. Like Instagram is Dead Duro. Sure, okay. But just Duro will get you where you need to go if you want to find my music. That right. And I got, got linked. I have links for all your where people can find your music, your Spotify, awesome. YouTube, and Facebook, and the information for this podcast and social media post. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, and I, I want to say thank you, too, before we wrap up. Thank oh, you so much for this man. opportunity. Uh, it's a pleasure meeting you. It's a pleasure meeting you. Uh, you're, you're, you're definitely good. a professional. This is, this is incredible. Uh, we're going to be hearing more from this guy, Alex Duro, recording artist out of Fargo. Check out the new album. It's called Live Desi Live. And again, um, you can look on there to find out how to get the album, how to get a hold of Alex. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, get it. It's good stuff. Uh, our show today, by the way, brought to you by Churchill Shoes. October is SAS month at Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. Churchill Shoes is in their new location, and all SAS shoes are on sale all October long. Churchill Shoes has been in business for over 65 years and know what the best shoes are for your comfort and well-being. It's SAS Shoes. Churchill Shoes can cater to all your footwear needs, whether men's or women's shoes, from slim to triple wide. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturdays from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or go online at churchillshoesnd.com. SAS Shoes, your feet will be glad you got them at Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. All right, what a great day, man. This is awesome. And again, uh, thanks to Alex Durrell, recording artist out of Fargo, for coming in here, recording artist. I can't even see artist anymore. Uh, you heard some of the stuff he does. Incredible stuff. Make sure you catch him whenever you can, all right? Ah, Kit Brennan has Common Sense Uncensored at 1 o'clock today. Enjoy the show. It's always a good one. Great Reset is back tomorrow, 11 a.m., have yourself a great day, everybody, all right? Hey, remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Uh, hit that notification bell on your smartphone. That way it dings every time we go on the air. It's a pretty cool thing. And uh, you know what? If you'd like to get some uh, Grand Forks Best Source merchandise, go to gfbsmerch.com. You can follow us on Rumble now, too, all right? Have yourself a great day, everybody. You know the Grand Cities, they are incredible. Grand Forks Best Source is giving them an identity again.